Hello there, and welcome to Soul Sister. I'm Jalen, and this is your somewhat weekly dose of sisterly advice, where I share a little bit of my thoughts about, well, anything I want. If you're new here, hey, nice to meet you. Check out the episode description to connect with me and follow along with podcast updates. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I'm glad you're here. Sorry about not posting last Sunday. I had a busy week out of town, and then I blew my tire coming back home. So life was a little too chaotic for me. But we're back this week. This week, we're going to talk about health. Mental, physical, and emotional health all relate to self-love and how you choose to care for yourself. Don't worry, though. This isn't going to be one of those extreme fitness junkie type things where I tell you in order to be healthy, you have to hit the gym every day, cut out carbs, or wake up at 5 a.m. I don't do any of that. I believe in moderation, listening to your body and mind, and being gentle and forgiving with yourself. So if you want to hear more about how I try, keyword try, to maintain a healthy life, keep listening. Today has been a kind of a rough day for me. It's actually been a rough couple of days. Dave's sleeping in my makeup, letting my phone die, crying a lot, neglecting to eat or shower, sitting in the same spot on the couch all day. It's a low energy, low dopamine type of week. But I also reached out to trusted friends for support, checked a few things off my to-do list, and found ways to nourish my mind, body, and spirit. Instead of wallowing in my self-pity, I tried to choose healthy things, or at least one healthy thing. And I want to help you make that same decision. Let's start with touching on mental health, which in my opinion is the main priority. I've been going to therapy for a while now, and if you know me, you know I'm very open about my experience with therapy. I love it. It's the best decision that I've made for myself. It's helped me accept myself as I am while working to be a better person. I really encourage you to look into therapy. If you're a college student, most universities have free counseling services. Check it out. There's no shame in therapy. It may seem daunting to start new things, but trust me, therapy is worth it. A lot of my content is about mental health and how I'm learning to better mine, so we're not going to get into that too deep today. And because I think right now, it's a healthy decision to protect my peace and focus on another aspect of health, physical health, how we can take control of our bodies again instead of letting society dictate how we treat them. Physical health is always a hard topic for me. Like most women, I struggle with my body image. According to Glamour magazine, 97% of women say they have at least one negative thought about their body image every single day. It's an everyday battle to train myself to think positively about my body and build a good relationship with my physical health, including my relationship with food, exercise, and my appearance. And right now, it's especially important for me to choose positive thoughts and actions as I prepare to compete at Miss America in just a few short weeks. As a society, we tend to focus on outward appearance and physical health, even though what society idolizes isn't really healthy at all. The beauty standard isn't based on health, it's based on numbers, weight, calorie intake, size, whatever stupid measurement we made up to gain power over each other. It's this big comparison game, and I know I've been sucked into it before, looking at other women as proof that I am doing something wrong. 
seeing pictures of women on social media, and then going to my page and zooming in on all the parts I hate. Society tends to view worth and attractiveness as synonymous. If the world doesn't find me physically attractive, then it also does not find me worthy. It's a challenge to alter the lens in which we look at beauty, redefine our beauty to exclude our appearance. We have to challenge ourselves to pursue health because we deserve to feel good both physically and mentally, not because we want to be skinny or conform to society's definition of beauty. When it comes to food, for so long I was focused on restrictions and counting calories. I had this vindictive outlook when it came to eating, like I didn't deserve a good meal. Oftentimes I wouldn't eat for days, whether it was a conscious decision as some sort of self-inflicted punishment or subconsciously forgetting to eat because I didn't find it important. I got sucked into diet culture and obsessively counted my calories every day, praising myself when I ate less than 500 in a day. When I worked out, I focused on calories burned, not my feeling or performance. We've all Googled how to lose 10 pounds in two weeks or best fat burning exercises. I prioritized losing weight and shrinking myself, feeling more worthy when I took up less space. Everything I did was centered around one goal, to be more desirable, more skinny, more beautiful. And this is a pretty common mindset with 9% of the US population experiencing an eating disorder in their lifetime. So to make a positive change, I started where I always do, being open about it. Recognizing that you have a negative relationship with your body is the first step to mending that relationship. Unhealthy habits intensify and become dangerous when they're kept secret. Having a trusted support system to keep you accountable until you can learn to keep yourself accountable is a great way to start pursuing better things. I know my unhealthy eating habits improved when I confided in my roommate Marissa. I remember one time she said it was her goal to get me to eat three meals that day. And I did. We turned cooking into a fun, bonding time. We paired meals with memories. And we were able to associate food with good things. Surround yourself with people that understand you. People that love you and motivate you to love yourself. People that rewrite the negatives. Something I've been stressing to myself lately is the importance of protecting my peace. I've been saying that a lot, protect my peace. I have a lot on my plate right now with Miss America in less than a month, and I have to conserve my mental energy wherever I can. This experience is teaching me how to set boundaries in my life and protect my peace. While you're taking steps toward a healthier life, set boundaries. Avoid habits, triggers, things that set you into a spiral of unhealthy behaviors. I stopped body checking in the mirror, making mental list of everything I hated about my body. I stopped weighing myself. I stopped using my fitness pal to track my calories or lack of calories consumed. So while you pursue healthier things, be conscious of what you expose yourself to. Identify the bad behaviors and work to change them. It takes time and effort, but you're worth it. Then set goals that will push you to make healthy adjustments in your life. Keep these goals attainable and realistic. Small changes have a greater chance of becoming consistent habits compared to extreme changes. Choose one thing a day, one positive change to focus on. Add greens to one meal, drink more water, get active, take it day by day. Chart your progress with goals achieved, not through weight loss or measurements. Reward yourself after achieving your goals. 
Take yourself out to dinner. Celebrate your success. Every step you take toward healthy living is cause for celebration. You are worthy of good things. I think I'll leave you with that message today. This week has been a long one and I am ready for a break. But through it all, I'm going to choose myself and choose healthy things. And you should too. Turn and face the sun today. Bye.